I feel like our culture is collapsing. The culture war has gotten to the point where it just seems like everybody's insane. Connor Daly is a professional race car driver. And apparently one of his sponsors, Lily Diabetes, has pulled their decals from his car for an upcoming race because, I kid you not, his father, 30 plus years ago, used a racial slur in an interview. Connor Daly was born in 1991, and his dad said a bad word in the 1980s, and that's enough for this guy's sponsor to pull out. It just seems like it's getting more and more extreme. We heard of Papa John's. When he got out of from his company because in a private phone call, he said the N-word, but he was deriding racism. He was angry with the racists. We heard the Netflix executive who was telling people that the N-word was offensive, but apparently saying it was offensive too. So that's enough for him to be fired. And now it's gotten so extreme that Connor Daly, who didn't even say any words, has lost. I don't, I don't know if it means he lost his sponsorship, but the decals have been removed from his car because of something his dad said before he was born. It really is getting to that point. So I have to wonder what any of this actually means. What, what is going on with American culture that it seems like these rapid changes, these people get fired, some people don't? Look, James Gunn was fired from Guardians of the Galaxy for making offensive jokes 10 years ago. But Sarah Silverman's entire career was built off being offensive. Why isn't she fired? None of it makes sense. It just seems like the culture war is showing us the utter hypocrisy of tribalism in general. I don't know why Disney would fire James Gunn. I don't know why they would keep on Sarah Silverman. But you can look at their circumstances, and I I could argue Sarah Silverman is substantially worse than James Gunn. So let's take a look at some of these stories, and let's take a look at just how bad the culture war has gotten. The first story, Connor Daly's Lily sponsorship decals removed because of father's use of racial slur in the 1980s. Connor Daly is paying for the sins of his father. Connor's father, Derek Daly, on Thursday admitted he had used a racial slur in a live radio interview in the early 1980s. Connor Daly was born in 1991. On Friday, Lily Diabetes pulled its sponsorship decals from Connor Daly's number six NASCAR ride, saying that it didn't want the distraction from their cause. Lily's full statement via NASCAR reporter Chris Knight. Our sponsorship in Saturday's race is intended to raise awareness of treatment options and resources for people living with diabetes. Unfortunately, the comments that surfaced this week by Derek Daly distract from this focus. So we have made the decision that Lily Diabetes will no longer run the number six at Road America this weekend. We remain committed to our mission of supporting people with diabetes. Now, I don't know if this means he's lost the sponsorship entirely, but it sounds like if they're removing the decals, that's the case. But you know what? It's not just this. It's not just the left. Right. I don't want to accuse leftist activists of causing this to happen necessarily because Lily pulled their sponsorship. I I don't know if there's an active campaign to make that happen, but I think companies are just getting so scared that they're going to distance themselves by any means necessary. But you know what? There is more because now we have a story from Fox News. Yashir Ali tweeted this. This headline photo by Fox News is reprehensible. A. Kampa Najjar has worked for President Obama, the Commerce and Labor Departments. If they criticized his politics, I'd understand. But to blame him for his dead grandfather's actions 17 years before Amar was even born is disgusting. Now we have a story from Mediaite. Fox News draws fire for headline referring to Duncan Hunter's Dem Challenger as grandson of terrorist. Fox News' website has an article looking at Duncan Hunter's Democratic Challenger, Amar Kampa Najjar, that rather blatantly frames him as the grandson of a terrorist. The headline leading FoxNews.com, as of this writing, now says this. Grandson of terrorist rises in race against indicted GOP rep Duncan Hunter, disavows dark family past. 
As the article itself notes, Kampa Najjar never met his grandfather, Muhammad Yusuf al Najjar, because he was born many years after al Najjar was killed. Hunter, of course, has been in the news this week due to being indicted on alleged misuse of campaign funds. Kampa Najjar had addressed the matter months ago, denouncing his grandfather's horrific actions and saying, For the sake of the victims, I hope this tragedy wouldn't be politicized. But if these old wounds must be reopened, then I pray God gives purpose to their unspeakable pain. I pray that purpose is to see peace prioritized by my generation of Palestinians, Israelis, and the whole of humanity. He also said, I'm happy to take responsibility for my own choices and my own decisions. I think other men are responsible for their own crimes. The attacks are getting so vicious that we're actually reaching into people's pasts to try and damage their credibility. Now, I don't want to accuse Fox News of trying to damage this guy's guy's credibility, but why would they bring up his grandfather? I really don't think that's necessarily relevant. They could have potentially mentioned it in the story, but to lead with it on a headline is ridiculous. So look, we have two ridiculous stories here. Connor Daly shouldn't lose his sponsor because something his dad said, and this guy shouldn't be attacked or criticized based on something his grandfather that he never met had done. But you know what? Another controversy has emerged because apparently some, I don't know if this guy's a celebrity or what his deal is, but it turns out he's a Trump supporter and he's a Ben Shapiro fan. And so now he has to apologize. From BuzzFeed, Israel Brassard from To All the Boys I've Loved Before has apologized after people found his old offensive tweets. I am dedicated to becoming a more informed and educated version of myself, Broussard said in a statement on Twitter. If you're one of the many people who spent your weekend watching and rewatching Netflix's new rom-com to all the boys I've loved before, you'll recognize actor Israel Broussard, who plays Josh in the movie. Over the weekend, screenshots of now-deleted tweets from Broussard's account began circulating on social media, many of which people considered to be offensive. Here's one where he says, Black Lives Matter has one goal, division. Another where he says... Hashtags don't effing matter, but all lives do. Black lives matter, white lives matter, police lives matter. There were also several pro-Trump tweets from around the time of the 2016 election. And one tweet from June of this year was a link to a video about families being separated at the U.S.-Mexican border alongside the caption, perspective is important. Israel Brassard had to apologize because some of his tweets were pretty offensive and racist. Some of them I didn't highlight. But some of them were just general support for conservatism or Donald Trump or views from the right and he's had to apologize for it. Now, what I find really interesting in this whole feud, this whole culture war that's been going on, is that BuzzFeed has no problem writing about an actor who said things that were edgy or pro-Trump, but they're certainly not going to write about themselves. Nick Monroe on Twitter created a thread where he highlighted many posts from BuzzFeed journalists who are anti-white. In one image from Justin Ling, he says, LOL at MAGA accounts dredging up old tweets of mine where I say I hate white people. You don't have to look back that far, folks. I do hate white people, okay? In another post, he says, I just happen to think that white people are inferior. And another, he says, and white people. He also says that he is super duper racist against white dudes. Personally, I think digging up people's old comments is ridiculous. But this is the era of social media. And we've been warning about this for years, that everything you do is going to come back to bite you in the ass. And now that everyone's seemingly gone insane, that's exactly what's happening. And you know what? BuzzFeed is probably not going to do anything about this because, well, they probably considered it to be silly jokes. You know, if someone wants to say end white people or that they're racist towards white people or that they hate white people, it's obviously joking and that's okay. Now, personally, I think, yeah, a lot of this probably is tongue in cheek. Like They don't literally want to kill all white people or things like that. But if it's not acceptable for one race, why would it be acceptable to say it about white people? How about everyone just stops being jerks to one another? And if you're going to write an article 
Because someone said edgy things about Black Lives Matter or about Donald Trump, why don't you write an article about your own biases? The rules don't matter, okay? Because you'd think the rule would be, hey, don't disparage people based on their race. But that's not the rule. That is, that's absolutely not. The rule is basically stick to your tribe. Connor Daly will lose his sponsor over something his dad said, and Fox News will highlight the grandfather of another man. Because I don't think anybody actually cares about principles for the most part. Certainly there are people who do. And I will say, I think a lot of people who watch my channel do care about principles. Because you know that I am a very principled individual, and you know that I'm going to call people out regardless of where they sit. But what this says to me, when we see issues like this, is that, for one, businesses have no idea how to respond to the culture war. And it also says to me that the left is just as racist as the right. Sure, they can sit there and say you can't be racist towards white people. But when you look at the thread from Nick Monroe and just how many people at BuzzFeed are joking about how they hate white people and all the very disparaging things they've posted about white people, I have to say, listen, every joke has its truth. I understand you might be making a tongue-in-cheek comment, but you also have to realize that you're disparaging people based on the color of their skin. If the rule is we shouldn't use people's race against them, why are you? Why? Because there is no rule. The rule is simply defend your tribe at all costs. So will BuzzFeed make a comment about this? Are they going to report on their own reporters' past history? Of course not. And as more people on the right dig up the past of these journalists at BuzzFeed, or whatever you want to call them, then you're going to see people on the left say, oh, this is ridiculous, it's a tactic meant to smear us. At the same time, they will absolutely write a story about Israel Brizard and what he wrote in the past. The truth is, there is no mending this divide. I really do think we've, we've crossed the event horizon and we are spiraling towards complete and total destruction. I don't see, I, I just don't see this problem being solved. But what do you think? Comment below and we'll keep the conversation going. Just how absurd has everything gotten? Is there a solution? Do you think that something might happen in the future that brings Americans together? Honestly, I feel like maybe if there was, I, I dare I say it, but yeah, usually war unites America. And that's, that's worrisome to me. There's always got to be some outside threat to unify people. And right now, America is divided more than I've ever experienced in my life. And it could just be that, you know, I'm 32, so I don't know what it was like in the past. But it feels like it's getting absolutely insane. Let me just reiterate how absolutely crazy it is. That somebody would lose their sponsorship, the decals removed from their car, because of what their dad said. How crazy is it that someone would be criticized over what their grandfather did? Someone they never met. It's just utter hypocrisy across the board. So again, comment below. We'll keep the conversation going. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. And new videos up on my second channel, youtube.com slash timcastnews, starting at 6 p.m. Thanks for hanging out and watching, and I will see you all next time.